Uh, hi. <laughs> Welcome to this podcast that we still don't have a name for. At all. <laughs> at all. In, in which we discuss haiku fan fiction and likely devolve into arguments because that's who we are. Literally every conversation we have is just us arguing because we're both earth signs. Honestly, but it's all in good fun. It's less of an argument and more of an Virgo aggressively shouting at a Taurus that's just trying to live her life. Oh my god, <laughs> don't blame this on me. <laughs> if we're being quite honest and quite frank. But I think we're probably supposed to introduce ourselves now. Okay, I'll go first. I'm okay. Hannah. I'm 23. I'm about to start graduate school for engineering. I need to put that out there because I feel like that gives me the appearance of intelligence. It does. I think it's I think it's become it will become abundantly clear that I'm a dumbass mm-hmm. throughout the progression of this, but in the back of my mind I'm like I I'm in graduate school, so Exactly. So, I have that going for me. My toxic trait is that I enjoy pitbull unironically. And I love that, that is for a- you. <laughs> I really a do. Fun, a fun fact about myself is I've broken my nose twice. Do you want to hear how? Yes, I would love to. You've never you. told me. Okay. okay, yeah. The first time was roughhousing with my brother mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um, and the second time was a brief stint in which I played women's rugby my freshman year of college. Oh, yeah, I do remember um, you saying that. That's such an aggressive sport. It is an aggressive sport. Um, yeah. I am not very athletically inclined, and I did it to meet gay women. Needless to say, the gay women I met were athletically inclined, and I was just a little nerd trying to fit in. <laughs> trying to hang. <laughs> um, so for Haikyuu fan fiction, my favorite ship is Sakuatsu, though I will read for pretty much anything unless Tsukishima is involved. I and refuse. that's a crime. And that's I a refuse, crime. <laughs> I refuse to read anything with Tsukishima, and I, I hate him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite tropes are enemies to lovers, arranged marriage, specifically with enemies to lovers, college AUs, mutual pining, and idiots to lovers. Love some idiots to lovers. Idiots to lovers supremacy. It's so Let's good. Dis- it is so good. We should discuss, honestly, but I should also introduce <laughs> myself. Yeah, please. I am Destiny, the other half to this toxic, chaotic art. <laughs> whatever this is. The other half of whatever this is. And I'm 23. <laughs> Um, and I am actively trying to figure out what it is I want to do with myself. I am in Mm -hmm. grad school, but I'm currently taking a break from it for like mental health and things like that. I think my toxic trait, um, is that I (laughs) hyper fixate on literally anything that I find mildly interesting. I cannot enjoy the things that I like in like small quantities. I have to over consume, um, so much, but we can get into I, we can get into that I, later. The the amount that you overconsume is genuinely like frightening to me. Honestly, okay. So for some context, I got sad in January and I proceeded to read three hundred fanfics. Um, so that's just like the scale of my overconsumption. You know that TikTok audio where it has like the British accent? She's like, it's mental illness, isn't it? That's you. I said that. I used to walk around my house and say that unironically. Or that TikTok sound, um, they use it for like Bokuto a lot where it's like, why'd she stop working out? I was sad. <laughs> like, why would you oh, do yeah. that? Um, also, 
a fun fact about me is I really, 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 really fucking hate fun facts. They trigger my Jesus Christ. They trigger oh my, my God. That's your. I tried to like use even use your responses that you gave me for Twitter yesterday to like give the fun facts about myself. I'm like, I'm not doing this. It's so maybe it's because I was an orientation leader and like it was just like constantly fun facts and like orienting like thousands of students and like orienting yes orienting giving them a seamless transition into my university um (laughs) i don't like small talk and i don't like fun facts um okay and i also don't like capitalism so there we go those are some things that was the one i gave you that is (laughs) one that she gave me it's also really true um my favorite this is a what i was gonna say this is a capitalism hatred so it is it very well, much is. respect only for Daddy Karl Marx. Exactly, That's my <laughs> philosophy. My Your favorite haiku ship. My favorite haiku ship is Saku Atsu. However, there are a many a rare pair that have me by the throat, and I want to give them their honorable mentions: Sunakomo. Yeah, I was about to say Sunakomo. <laughs> Sunakomo and Kenhina and Bokuro. I'll stop there, but there's so many more, and these rare pairs really do have complete control over my life. And my fave tropes are going to be mutual pining, getting together, fluff, heavy on the fluff, but not domestic fluff, just fluff. Because I do like the getting... What do you you have against domestic fluff? Because domestic fluff is akin to established relationship. Oh, and I I know about your distaste. I have a distaste for established relationship because I like... The getting together. I want to see the back and forth and how they get together. And so mm-hmm. domestic fluff, I say that, like, I don't like it too much if it's, like, with established relationship. If there's domestic fluff after they got together and I got my little getting together part, then that's fine. That's fine. That's and then fine. idiots to lovers, of course. Friends to lovers is so good for Saku Atsu. I literally eat it up. Friends. I am so feral for friends to lovers, specifically you, with Saku Atsu. Okay. Okay, I need to point out, have you read every single Sakuatsu fic that is tagged Friends to Lovers? Oh my god, I didn't, like you have. I didn't tell you that I went to on a Friends to Lovers Sakuatsu deep dive. That's why I have so many fics in my spreadsheet that are like 3K. No, you have so many in your... Yeah, I've, I was noticing that. I was like, this bitch has like so many. <laughs> it's because I did it's go through... It's mental illness, isn't it? It's mental illness, isn't it? I was like... I woke up one day... Because, like, we all know that Saku Atsu is, like, the blueprint for enemy celebrities. But I woke up today. I woke up one day and I was like, but what if these bitches were best friends? I need to see it. And so <laughs> I went on AO3. I filtered it out just for, like, T-rated fix with friends celebrities. I read all of them. Literally all of them um, that were available at the time. And I read anything that is friends celebrities that comes out now. Anything. Mm-hmm. If you... If you tag it Saku Atsu Best Friends Agenda or Best Friends Celebrities, you have me by the throat. I'm reading it. I don't care. It can be horrible. I'm finishing it. I need it. What if it's like two million words? Ooh, no. Because we also okay. know that I overconsume, and so I have a more is more mentality. Right. So as I said before, in the time it would take me to read two million words, I could go ahead and read like 200 fan fictions. And I'd I rather do that. I do not understand how people write fics that are that long. Like, I read that one Oisuga fic that was 770,000K. Mm-hmm. And that was just like too much. Also, as someone who has written fan fiction, like, reaching 15K was a struggle. 
And right? I did that so, so fast, though. I did that in three days because I had a brain rot. Yeah. <laughs> the power of brain rot. Honestly. No, because me trying to write fan fiction and it taking literally all of my mental energy to form two sentences, it's let hard. alone a two million word fan fiction, I could not yeah, imagine. Could not be. I think my absolute cap on a fanfic would have to be 200k and I don't think I've ever read a fanfic that was 200k yeah. I think like a like 150 is probably the max I've read so far maybe 160 um mm-hmm. just because I like long fics especially when I was first reading Haikyuu fan fiction I really like exclusively would only like fics that were like 60k or more um yeah. or like would only read fics that were like longer um I feel like the but now to 100k is like the sweet spot for me. Like that's where I like to exist. I think that's a sweet spot. Yeah, it's a good sweet spot for like a multi-chapter fic, I think. A multi-chapter, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's good. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get into the actual topic. We did have a topic. <laughs> we did have a topic. So our plan was to have each episode be a different fanfic that we both read that we both like. And I recently forced Destiny to read the courtship ritual of the Hercules Beetle. Um, right today. Force. Yeah, I'm obnoxious. I think that should be. <laughs> I want that on record. <laughs> it's by Kite Basu on e- AO3. I uh-huh. hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, it's Iwa Oi, um, 66K. It's a slow burn. I think this is my favorite fanfic of all time. I've said that before. I will say it again. Um, I really, really like it. Um, so that's our goal is to have like one that we both read and both enjoy and we discuss it per episode. But we also devolve into other conversations because we're stupid, so. Honestly, I can't. (laughs) I think maybe, I think TikTok is trying to tell me that I have ADHD or something. This is off topic, but I cannot focus on one thing for the life of me. No, because I need to to talk about something regarding TikTok that has had that. So my TikTok for you page is mostly anime, mostly fan Mm -hmm. fiction content. And that's like pretty much all I see. Except I was messaging a friend on Twitter and I was like, I really want to go to Greece. That's on my bucket list. I really want to go to Greece when COVID's over. And then I go and open TikTok. And the first thing on my For You page is tourist traps to avoid in Athens, Greece. And I I don't like that. <laughs> like it's so far off the mark of my usual content. Yeah. It happened to be immediately after I had sent this message to a friend on Twitter. And That's I was... really creepy. Um, mm-hmm. And especially because apps like Facebook and Instagram have been like, they like can record and like listen to your conversations. And that's how they send you like targeted ads about things that you talk about. Mm-hmm. So TikTok, don't start doing me dirty. But also quite literally TikTok has me by the throat. So I don't no, really. TikTok has been doing you dirty for since you downloaded it. Honestly, TikTok definitely has your information. And here's the thing. As long as you keep my For You page fun and funky fresh, I don't care. <laughs> as Anytime as- I talk about TikTok to my parents, they're like, oh, the Chinese government has your information. I'm like, listen, I had a permanent resident visa to live in Beijing, and I had to get blood taken. They have my fucking DNA. Yeah. Okay. I'm not concerned about them having my phone information. Here's the thing. There's quite literally some things that are just above me. The government having my information, 
above me. Who am I? <laughs> what am I gonna do? What is this? The fucking like divergent. The hundred. This is not like a dystopian novel where I'm gonna fucking rise up <laughs> and like <laughs> over. Not the Katniss Everdeen of the as TikTok much as much experience. as I would love to think that I am the Katniss Everdeen of the TikTok experience. I am quite literally not. So it's above me. I'm now. gonna be honest. He- any any dystopian hero is not an earth sign. That bitch is an air sign or a fa- fire sign. And I think... And that hurts me. Now. That hurts me. Are you going to sit there and tell me that fucking Katniss Everdeen is a Taurus? No. no. That bitch is not a Taurus. Definitely not. Um, it just hurts. Have you ever seen Divergent? This is really yeah. off topic. I like felt so connected to dauntless right and then i was like i saw a tiktok of Ew, them putting the zodiac i saw a tiktok of them putting like the zodiac signs and like they fixed it i think i got what like anity i was like how fucking dare you just no, because that, I'm that that just no, because that I'm a earth sign doesn't mean i want to be a damn farmer but maybe no, I do. tauruses i feel like i would be erudite they put virgo in erudite that checks out so it me. checks out yeah but anyway, okay, let's discuss courtship. Let's discuss the thing. Okay, so we both read the courtship ritual, the Hercules Beetle. Um, the plot is essentially that Oikawa has internalized homophobia, and both him and Iwa suffer because of it, and that is the plot. Suffering. Yeah, I. It's it's angsty, but it's not like the most angsty thing I've ever read. Yeah, it's the I don't like angst, and it was definitely not like off putting at all right i think it's because um, it's from oikawa's point of view and oikawa um lives in denial so <laughs> he wasn't really feeling the angst until like right. a little it bit was from that. Iwa's, if it was from iwa's point of view i feel like it would have been much angstier yeah and honestly I, oikawa's really full of himself so he can't really feel that level mm-hmm. of angst mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're very very true i really like this fic for a number of reasons. One, the writing is absolutely stunning, in my opinion. And I am one who is very critical of, like, the artistic, um, what's the word, prowess of writing. <laughs> and um, I really liked how this fic, first of all, had all the bug metaphors. I thought that was really well done. And then I also really liked the nonlinear narrative, which here's here's the thing, Destiny. I was thinking about your comment that you didn't think this was a nonlinear narrative. And when I compare it to, like, other fics I've read that are, like, a linear narrative, like, think of, like, Atsu 101. Mm -hmm. Like, it starts somewhere and it goes somewhere and there's no deviation from that, like, one path. Versus this where you have, like, the interspersing of the, like, flashbacks, I guess. I think the reason why I felt, like, not necessarily that it wasn't a nonlinear narrative at all, but it just didn't, like, feel like a traditional one is because I think I was comparing it to um, A Liar's Truth Mm -hmm. to where it's like when it was the flashbacks it was like you were fully living in what they were going through at that time and then it would go back to the present and you would be like fully in what they were going through in the present whereas this one was like short little bursts of like a quick scene um, Mm -hmm. that just happened to do with whatever Oikawa was currently doing you know like all the flashbacks were like the one where um with like the pill bugs and like the story about like how he collected them for people or collects them for like, and gives them to people that he thinks are cute. He did that right before he got 
pill bugs and gave them to Iwa. Like, it just, like, they were all super connected and then all super short. So, like, mm-hmm. it definitely is nonlinear. It just wasn't what I thought. Like, it, it's just different from the other ones that I've read, I guess. Right. Right. That makes sense. I really like how they differentiated between the past and present by very clear shifts in verb tense. I thought mm-hmm. that was very nice. Because, like, in The Liar's Truth, it tells you, because it doesn't change verb tense, it tells you, like, T minus like 10 years to the wedding or whatever Mm -hmm. it is versus this there doesn't it doesn't tell you when it is you just know that it's in the past by the verb tense true I like that that's fair yeah anyway I have some quotes Mm -hmm. as you know I I annotated my little (laughs) textbook for context destiny and I decided to print our own copies of fan fiction except we're stupid as we've discussed (laughs) and they're fucking huge they're literally the size of textbooks we cannot follow directions for the life of us so they're no. not the size of a book they're the size of a sheet of printer paper they look like college yeah. textbooks yeah. um so we yeah. messed up we did mess up okay i want to talk about the caterpillar metaphor because that's my favorite part of this entire fic okay um so first off this is a long quote so you're going to hear me talk a lot and i'm sorry if it's annoying because okay. my voice is grating to all sane people everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my mother tells me. (laughs) Anyway, so it starts off with like, like Kawa explaining that caterpillars remember everything. He goes, do you know that caterpillars remember everything? Tora asks, leaning down to get a closer look at the butterfly. Where butterflies remember what they learned as caterpillars, they build a cocoon around themselves, right? And then they turn completely to goo. The ectosome hormone mixes with the juvenile hormone and the caspases enzymes activate, causing the caterpillar's body to start digesting itself for energy until it's disintegrated all its body tissue, except for a few discs filled with about 50 cells worth of data. Do you save up horrible insect facts for when we're together, Hajime asks, but tilts his head, obviously listening, knowing that Toro probably has a point. After that, what's left of the caterpillar builds a completely new body out of all that protein goo and becomes a beautiful butterfly. Toru sticks out a finger slowly, hoping the butterfly will mistake him for a branch. They remember all of it. Isn't that amazing? If there was a smell they learned to associate with danger as a caterpillar, they associate it with danger as a butterfly. He looks up at Hajime. They're like people in that. They grow and change, but they still remember all the stuff they learned when they were young and incomplete. They remember safety and fear and all those things, despite completely remaking themselves. Okay. And then we skip ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is so, uh, this is my favorite passage of the entire thing. <laughs> he wishes, this is this is from Tor's point of view again. So yeah. he, goes, he wishes sometimes when he's sitting next to Hanamaki at the bar or talking to Yachi over a croissant at the bakery at Komagome Station, that maybe humans were a little less like butterflies and that this melting inside of him, turning him into nothing inside a hard cocoon of loneliness, meant that when he eventually put himself back together again, he would be different, that he would be new. But he knows it won't work like that, and that even if he manages to build wings out of nothing, he'll still associate the warmth of Hajime's hand on his neck with safety, because caterpillars remember everything they've ever learned. And I, I cry every time <laughs> I think about it. I just, a part of me ascends to a mm-hmm. higher plane of existence, but I'm also like, I just want to hug him, because mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, you're in love with Hajime, but you won't let yourself feel it that's like that hurts me the most I hate that like not genuinely hate it I guess it's good for the Mm -hmm. plot but I really hate it when the only thing standing in the way is yourself Mm -hmm. like just stop I love him 
I know. I know. I just want, I want him to be happy. I want yeah. them both to be happy, which they are by the end. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They're happy. Also, this is the first Ela Oi fic that I've read that I... Is it really? Not that I've ever read, but it's the first one that I've read that I, like, really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, Ela Oi is really hit or miss for me. Yeah. Like... Some of the fics I've read that I don't really care for, but if I like an Ewa Oi fic, I really like an Ewa yeah. Oi fic. Like Desperado, mm-hmm. I loved it. Loyalty of a Traitor, I loved it. Trial by Fire, I loved it. But then the fics I've read that I don't like, I just am like... So it's either like I don't like it or yeah. I really like it. There's no in-between. I think I think for me, it's like I've read like a handful. Like I've read Conquering the Great King and it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Like, I finished it. It just wasn't for you. It just wasn't really for me. I read Moral Ambiguity, and I liked that a little bit more. Um, But Mm -hmm. still, it wasn't enough to, like, have me, like, obsessed with Iwa Oi. But I think that Courtship, like, it was, like, I was just, like, not worried about the fact that it was Iwa Oi. Like, I was just able to, like, enjoy the story, which I really liked. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't really found a fic for them that I've been able to, like, really get into. And I Mm want to get into them because I think that, like, I hear one thing I hear people say about Iwa Oi a lot is that, you know, they walked so Saku Asu can run. Like they're the Not like that's true. Yeah. They're like the opinion they they were like the OG like enemies to lovers, except they just I mean, it's it's no question that they feel different from Saku Asu because they aren't Saku Asu. But right. I just don't think their enemies to lovers is the same. Like I don't, I, I don't think I, their I, dynamic I, is anywhere near the same other than they Saku do have Asu. Yeah, I don't think, I think so. Like, I think like how I think the reason that people I think it's just the most similar haiku pairing to Sakuazu because like Atsumu and Oikawa, I think have very similar personalities. Yeah. I don't really think Iwa and Omi are very similar though, in my opinion. Other that. than the fact that they don't tolerate the other one's bullshit. Yeah, and that's it. I think it's just like you've got this like hella extroverted, loud and obnoxious one, and then you've got the stoic quiet like one that also doesn't like obnoxious people but for some reason likes this obnoxious person right like they fit the same formula but they are just so they just feel so different to me um and Mm -hmm. i mean which sounds dumb because it's like duh they're two different pairings but i just mean that like even when i just i feel like iwa oi always feels like even when they're like at each other's throat i feel like they always feel like friends Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, I, don't, I, I agree. I'm not an authority on Ewa Oi, so please feel free to tell me to shut the fuck up because I don't know much about them. I'm also not an authority <laughs> on Ewa Oi. I really haven't read that much. I have this one enemies to lovers fit that's been sitting in my march for later. I think it's called From Your Mortal Enemy with Love, yeah. where it's like, Oikawa is the captain of the volleyball team and Ewa is the captain of the baseball team, I think. Yeah. I haven't read it. I want to because I love enemies to lovers and Ewa Oi sometimes really scratches an itch for me. Yeah. I just haven't read it yet, but I, that's that's on my to-do list. The Conquering the, of the Great King was technically enemies to lovers. Like, Iwa really it's didn't been, like... It's been it, a long time since I've read that one. They're, like, strangers, remember. and they meet in a bar, and that's when right, Iwa right. first sees Oikawa, like, he just sees him as really, like, obnoxious and, like, wants nothing to do with him. Um, mm-hmm. And so Oikawa ends up seeing that as a challenge. And then Is that like, tagged as enemies to lovers? I think it is. Let me check. It's again, it's been like, I can't remember. I definitely read The Great King, Conquering yeah. the Great King. But it's just it's, the thing is, I think their enemies to lovers feel so different because Iwa and Omi are nothing alike. Like, they're so mm-hmm. 
they're aggressive. Like, he was so aggressive, and I love him. Um, he is, yeah. But Omi is just not like that. Like, I think Omi is more akin to, like, um, Akashi, if anything. I, can, I agree with that. I need to read a Boku Aka Enemies to Lovers, because I feel like that would hit different. Uh, I have read a Boku Aka Enemies to Lovers. Um, I found it on one of my... I haven't read it. Oh, wait. Oh, that one. Oh, that one's a good one. That one's on your spreadsheet. And I I was like, that one's actually really good. It's really short. um, Mm -hmm. But that one actually is really good. I was thinking of a different one that I read just during like a random deep dive. Except Mm -hmm. that when when Akashi hates someone, he really hates someone. It's like a little crazy. Osaaka enemies to lovers. Let's discuss. I feel like that. Osaaka. Listen, I really like Osaaka, but I haven't read a lot for them. Mm-hmm. The one that I, the one that I'm writing with Liv, though, mm-hmm. like you said, has kind of enemies to lovers vibes. I don't know when the fuck that'll ever be finished. Who knows? I'm, <laughs> I'm lazy. It's not tagged as enemies to lovers. There's no like, so it's like alternate AUs. It's like porn with plot. Except it's a hundred conquering the great king. Except I don't right. know how it's porn with plot when it's a hundred k words. Um, I mean, I guess I they do. Remember do. The porn they like. There was like a couple of porn scenes. Right? There was. I honestly, I think there was quite a lot. I think that I don't really remember it that way because I thought they were all incredibly boring. Destiny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I just couldn't get into them, and not even because they weren't necessarily good. I just. I think Eo always hit or miss for me. And so when mm-hmm. I can't like mentally get into like the ship, it makes it really hard for me to get into like the fic as well, unless the fic is like exceptionally good. And I thought this one was just okay. Which is like no, stu- no hate. No, no hate. hate. No, oh my god, this fic is so popular and my it's opinion so popular. on it literally matters to none. It matters to none. And honestly, my opinion on things really shouldn't matter to anyone. (laughs) Yeah, we're both really stupid. Let's reiterate this, that our opinions are literally very irrelevant. And understand that my standards for fanfiction are so low. And I think the reason why I didn't like Conquering the Great King was because it was the first Iwa Oi fic that I had ever read. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think my expectations were like too high. Not in terms of like quality of writing. But the fact that everybody was like, no, like they are Saku Atsu. And I was like, but they're not Saku Atsu though. Yeah. And I think, we I think if I went into that, I think if I went into that expecting Saku Atsu, I would be disappointed. And I think that's why I was disappointed. And like, I think that's why I just feel the that way about the fic. Because it was the first fic that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like going into it with these like Saku Atsu expectations. I enjoyed every other mm-hmm. Iwaoi fic. I read after this one a lot more. I think because I started to readjust my expectations. So that's why I say don't take my opinion seriously because honestly, it matters for none. Um, honestly, you should still read Conquering the Great King if you haven't because I feel like it's a staple of like the Haikyuu fandom community because it is so popular. 100%. And if you like Iwa Oi, you're definitely going to like the fit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like objectively like... My opinions aside, it is a good fic, and the fact that someone spent time writing this and provides it for free should not be overlooked. Oh yeah, because we have stupid opinions. Oh, we don't yeah. like everything we that we read. So oh no, um, and I don't also subscribe to telling people like I don't also like people who like bash fix. Um, mm-hmm. which is not what I'm That's trying you. to do. You literally were just like, this is boring. Okay, no, no, but here's the thing. I think I'm <laughs> no, saying this knowing, 
like knowing that I know and that you know that I'm not talking about it like derogatory. Right. Like I'm saying like, that let's like be honest, who's gonna listen to this podcast? Exactly. Absolutely no one. Is the exactly. author of this fic gonna listen to this? Probably not. Probably not. We're two idiots. But I would like to make it clear that I'm not bashing Conquering the Great King. I am like openly admitting that when it was my first Iwa Oi. I was trying to get into Iwo Oi and I went into that fic specifically thinking that Iwo Oi was going to be the same as Saku Atsu and it just isn't. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine because it's a different pairing. So honestly, right. it shouldn't be Saku Atsu. Like they're different people with different personalities. I can see the similarities and honestly, they're the only other high cube pairing really that's like enemies to leverage because most of these bitches are best friends or like childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. they come in pairs. So most of them are like they little do. dynamic duos besides, I guess, Kagehina. Could be enemies to lover. Listen, I love Kagehina. <laughs> I love Kagehina. They mean a lot to me. Anyway, that's that's all to say. If if we say that we don't like a fic, we're saying it with affection. Affection. Because we still like appreciate the effort that went into writing. Exactly. Something. And I definitely you know how many times. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was saying, and I definitely put it on my spreadsheet, telling other people to read it because I know that it's a good fig. It just it's wasn't a good for fig. me. Right? Yeah, I agree with that. I this conversation has really gotten away. We really went like from courtship to. <laughs> <laughs> However, this is also like the net. This is how our conversations always go. This is how our conversations. Oh, we. Go. Oh, is this a nonlinear conversation? I only do oh nonlinear conversations. Are we a nonlinear narrative podcast now? <laughs> only people who are built different can really strap into this conversation and ride this ride. Because honestly, yeah. you you have to be like mentally strong to listen to whatever the hell is spewing out of our ma- our mouths for this yeah. amount of time. Yeah, we're so stupid. If you've made it this far, you're probably one of my friends. Or one of Destiny's <laughs> friends that is listening to this out of an obligation. <laughs> I don't think any of my friends love me enough to sit down and listen to this. Listen, I talked to my friend Addison, who doesn't like Haikyuu, doesn't mm-hmm. watch Haikyuu. They don't read fan fiction. And I was like, listen, I'm doing a podcast and I'm going to need you to listen to it. And they are like, okay. So I'm probably going to force them to, to listen to this podcast, even though they don't like content like this. Oh my god! Addison, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I love honestly. you. At least you're not listening to our first draft of this podcast, honestly, because believe it or not. We did make a first draft, and we're not going to speak about how I fucked up my mic so bad. Your audio came out so clear, and I was just like, well... I love a spring. We need to come up with a name. Honestly, we do. Um, you were giving peak ASMR, though. You were really, like... Breathing into the mic. <laughs> Stop fucking... Peak ASMR. Um, no. So, yeah. I don't think I'm authority on anything. However, mm-hmm. I don't even think I'm an authority on Sakuasu, really. Because here's the I thing. Am. Here's the thing. I have a PhD in life, and everything <laughs> I say is a correct opinion. And you can't argue with me because I'm right. Even when I'm wrong, I'm literally correct. So, And that's why we argue all the time. Because this yeah. is what I deal with. And I don't even try to say that I'm necessarily right. However, how can you just listen to someone say that they're right and say that, no, maybe you're wrong? Because maybe you're wrong. I'm not wrong, Destiny. I simply I can't, I can't be wrong. Okay. Well, I will humbly say that even though I've read a very, very, very large amount of Sakuatsu fanfiction, 
I'm not an authority on Takuatsu because, like I said, my tastes are super specific. Like, I like fluff. I don't like heavy angst. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care how beautifully the angst is written or how Romeo and Juliet star-crossed lovers Shakespearean you want to get with your angsty fan fiction. I'm not here for the angst. I'm here for a good time. Give me canon verse. Give me a college AU. You're here to cure your mental illness and dissociate, and you don't need someone else's mental illness and and the content you consume. And listen, I understand that, like, people have certain brands of mental illness where sad things help them feel emotion, and that's very cathartic for them. That's not my brand, okay? That's not your brand. That's Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not my brand. Oh, my God. Listen, I don't need anything to make me feel anything because I am actively not trying to feel anything. That's the whole point of disassociating. So, there we go. All right, let's wrap this up we'll come up with a name we'll probably have a twitter account because we do have a twitter account <laughs> let's not we're not promoting it quite yet because we haven't come up with a name yeah there's um, no branding this, hopefully this turned out well i think it did okay if you caught right, the fact um, that we were off topic for the entire time no we were very off topic but hopefully this is like at least enjoyable at least i'll listen to it and get a laugh out of how stupid i am you know <laughs> i'll give it a listen too I'll, I'll give it that. a listen. Thank yeah. you guys for listening to us. Um, all two of you out there. Me and Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We will see you next time for another fanfic in which we don't discuss what we intend to discuss. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.